Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're all staying, uh, you're both well and safe uh, on this Tuesday afternoon. Uh, it's another edition of Conversations with, uh, with Educators on the COVID-19 Frontline. My name is Ray Penny. I'll be your host for this afternoon's program. Uh, and I'll introduce them in a minute. Our uh, guest is Mark Jangaro, who's the Director of Climate and uh, Security at uh, the Clifton School District, and we'll get into what he does. Um, if you have a question for Mr. Jangaro, you can uh, either dial in uh, 347-989-8904 and press the number 1, and we will put you on the air. Uh, or if you want to go into our chat room, you can just log into the chat room at Block to Walk Radio. Uh, there's no fee for that. So uh, one of the things when they went to the school closure, one of the biggest issues and challenges that a lot of school districts face, particularly those who have a lot of a high number of free and reduced lunches, is you still have the obligation to distribute the meals. Uh, with us today, this discuss how his district candidate is Mark Jangaro from the Clifton School District. Welcome, Mark. How are you? Doing very well, Ray. And once again, thank you very much for having me on the show. Okay. Um, again, for, for our audience, again, once again, my name is Martin Garrow. I am our district administrator of climate and security for Clifton Public Schools. Uh, that title really serves as an umbrella for a whole host of responsibilities that I hold within the district. I serve as our school safety specialist, which is a liaison between the Board of Education and Law Enforcement. I'm our anti-bullying coordinator. I serve as our supervisor of registration, our supervisor of residency our PBSIS coordinator, which is a multi-tiered system support to promote positive behaviors. I also oversee violence, vandalism, and substance abuse programs. I oversee our truancy procedures. And most recently, I oversee the operations of our meal and instructional packet distribution program. Okay, so that's a lot of hats. Uh, <laughs> I do have one question. For those who are not familiar with Clifton, how many schools are there with the size of the school district? And it's for it those who don't know, it's in Bay County. Yeah, and I, I am sorry. It's a very large district. Uh, we have 22 total buildings within our school district, uh, 19 of which are instructional buildings. We have two pre-K buildings, 14 elementary schools, two middle schools, and one high school, uh, which is one of the most single-populated single, single populated schools in the state. Uh, we serve about uh, just shy of 11,000 students across the board. And, and you have a significant uh, free and reduced lunch population, too. Uh, yes, that is correct. Uh, approximately 55% of our populations do qualify for free and reduced meals. All right. So when we came to these um, school closures in the middle of March, um, as I said in the opening, one of the biggest challenges that we knew going in was um, the distribution of the meals. So when uh, your superintendent came to you and said, Mark, I have a small – project for you. Uh, what were your first thoughts? Uh, simply put, my first thought was, this is surreal. These are scenarios that really only exist in movies and in video games. Uh, but we quickly recognized how real this situation is, and more importantly, undoubtedly, the impact this would have on the way that public education will exist for the foreseeable future. Uh, we as a district, a community, state, country, and entire world as a whole would need to deviate from what we consider to be the norm. Uh, we knew we needed to devise a plan to be able to continue to meet the instructional needs of our students, meet the mandate to provide food to families that qualify the, for free and reduced lunch, 
while at the same time addressing the safety concerns for all stakeholders. And again, the one question that comes to our mind, just like all other districts face, how are we going to do this? Uh, so the first thing we need to do is determine a plan and process to distribute meals and instructional packets while keeping safety of all involved at the forefront. We need to determine how much staff would be needed to successfully carry out the said plan. Uh, we need to determine which buildings would be used as distribution centers, which ultimately we decided upon three uh, based on their geographic locations within the community. Uh, this truly was a coordinated effort between our school district, our board members, our central administrators, especially Dr. Robertosi, our superintendent, and all of our building level administrators, supervisors, and, and of course, a huge shout out needs to go out to our food service provider, Pomptonian. So you selected three. Uh, do, are, are they equally distributing the same amount? How, well, first of all, how many meals are you giving out, and how often do you give them out? You know, per you know per week. Yes, and that's a great question. So initially, we were distributing anywhere between six and seven thousand meals per week at these three sites. And for a plethora of reasons, currently those numbers have since escalated to approximately ten to twelve thousand meals per week at this point. Uh, we are wow. using those three sites. We are using our high school. Uh, Christopher Columbus Middle School, and then uh, elementary school number 17, uh, what was once three, uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, 10 to 11 a.m., has since been changed to three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, from 10 to 11.30. So who uh, distributes the food? I mean, because you're probably still trying to maintain social distancing. Um so what's the mechanics of that at each location? Um, how does it occur? So first off, communication is paramount to the success of any organization and their process. Uh, so we have to make sure that we are communicating to a variety of, uh, of families. Uh, Clifton is a microcosm of the world where currently we have 74-plus languages spoken. Uh, we did communicate to all families in English, Spanish, and Arabic because those are the three most commonly used languages. Uh, we shared with them the locations, the dates, the times that we would be available, and more importantly, the process. Uh, we implemented and we had to practice social distancing. First and foremost, we make sure that all of our staff members, our administrators, and our supervisors are really on the front lines distributing these meals and packets, and all are equipped with what they call personal protective equipment, uh, PPE, such as masks and gloves. And here's how the setup works. It, it is quite simple. Uh, we have followed the guidelines provided by the New Jersey Department of Education, specific the Division of Field Services and the Office of School Preparedness and Emergency Planning. And families have two options. We have a walk-up op option, which we've affectionately call our walking families or walkers, where there's an area designated at each site specifically for families who are walking. Uh, we promote social distancing by using markers on the ground, uh, signage in multiple language, cones, stop signs, and, and uh, cement chalk. They're, they're all utilized to ensure safe distancing. Our drive-through option, we also, again, use our signs, our cones, and our tables that are utilized to help families identify where they to go. But the vehicles themselves serve as an instrument to promote social distancing. And how it works is families, whether they're walkers or drivers, indicate how many meals they need for our students. Uh, our staff members place the requested meals on the table, and they walk away. At all times, that social distance is always practiced. Uh, once our staff members are at a safe distance, uh, they then instruct families to either approach the table or exit their vehicle where families can come, gather the belongings, the requested materials, and then proceed to the designated uh, exits. 
After serving every three families, our administrative team uh, does sanitize and clean each of the serving tables. Uh, and this is a method that we've used for not only our meal distribution plan, uh, all of our instructional packet, uh, packets, but most recently to distri uh, distribute Chromebooks to our families uh, that would benefit from having an additional device at home. And eventually we plan to use the same system to collect and distribute other items, such as musical instruments, band uniforms, sports uniforms, other school property such as books, and even finding a way to distribute personal items that are stored in student lockers to return them to the families. Oh, because that was one of the uh, questions a lot of districts are dealing with is how do they get, you know, particularly in the middle and high school where there's lockers, how do they get that stuff back to the students? So you're going to use these same three sites for that? Uh, well, no, we would use the same system at all of the sites. Oh, same uh, system, okay. Because we have, we have 19 instructional buildings. Uh, so, again, each building, we'll be working with each building principal. And the one beautiful thing about Clifton Public Schools, it really is it's a team group effort. This is not an individual effort. Uh, again, our central administration, our building administrators, our supervisors have all had input. Uh, yeah, we follow, and me personally, I follow these two simple rules of administration. And the second one is always being be smart enough to know that you don't know everything. And uh, so what we do is mm -hmm. we take the opinions and the feedback from, from all stakeholders on ways to improve. Again, these are uncharted territories, uncharted waters. Uh, nowhere in our administrative trainings in schools they say, oh, in the event of a pandemic, this is what you should do. So we are open uh, yes. to feedback and suggestions, and, and, and we are taking them to try to, again, contain the spread and, and contracting of COVID-19. Um, uh, a couple of questions. As you went through this process, uh, were there changes that you had to make? Uh, besides, I know you did. It looks like you increased. You went from like sixty-five or seven thousand up to ten thousand, ten thousand something. Yes. Meals. So that's you that's almost fifty percent increase. Yeah. yeah, that's a oh my god. Um, was that because of the economic climate had changed so much in uh, that month or two? It could be, as, as I said earlier, for a, for a plethora of reasons. Definitely one being the. Uh, the changes in the economy, employment statuses, uh, the need to feed families. But I think another big reason is just the, uh, the manner in which Clifton has prided ourselves in effectively and efficiently communicating with all families. Uh, I think in the beginning, families were maybe not aware of the services that would have been provided uh, and for the families that qualify for the free and reduced lunch. So a combination of word of mouth, but again, strong communication skills. Uh, this is so, the, so more families were aware uh, that at these three distribution sites, meals and instructional packets would be available. Uh, as you had mentioned, some changes. Definitely, I said the big change was going from five days down to three. Uh, we needed to change the way that we were manpowering uh, our, our, our process. Uh, so this going down to three days helped tremendously uh, because at the end of the day, uh, we have – this is our administrative team who has their own, their own lives, their families, their children. And every day they're out there – fighting and helping with the community, they're also at the same time inadvertently perhaps exposing themselves and their families. Uh, so I do think take this opportunity to give a huge shout out to uh, all of the administrators and supervisors, front lines, really helping drive this program for the betterment of the students in the Clifton Public Schools District. Yeah, um, there's a lot of unseen heroes in this process, so I would have to mm -hmm. agree with you on that. Um, Besides some of the supervisors and the administrators, who else is the staff members who were helped doing this distribution of the meals? 
So as far as the distribution itself goes, uh, we have really considered our administrative team and supervisors the essentials to help drive this program, uh, our food service provider in Pomptonian, and, uh, and again, the unsung heroes in many school districts are custodial crew who are out there assisting the administrators and supervisors and uh, sanitizing the tables, uh, helping us with the setup, uh, helping with the, the chalk, the cones, the signage, helping direct traffic. Uh, again, it's really been a, a, a team effort uh, from top to bottom. And uh, as we move on with this, I, I know when you first were thinking of doing this, you, I don't think you were planning on doing it for months. Uh, you were probably thinking weeks. Um, uh, are there any recommendations or lessons that you've learned that you would pass on to other people who might be in a – particularly to sit with similar demographics? I'm not sure how many districts have th that many languages being spoken, but they, uh, they have other similarities to you. Yeah, so, so the, the two best bits of information I can share with everybody is, number one, communicate. As Dr. Robitozzi, our superintendent, always says, the first thing that breaks down in a situation, a crisis situation, is communication. So please make sure that you do the best job to, to communicate with all stakeholders. Uh, and the second and probably more important, make sure you're always practicing what is considered to be best practice specific towards safety. Uh, none of us are immune to this, to this virus. And we're all out there for the, for the right reasons. We are there as professionals. We're educators who are wanting to help our families and students that are in need. But uh, you can never be too cautious. So when you, when you are out there, and whether it's out there in this capacity or even taking a simple trip to the supermarket, always please make sure that you are, you are uh, practicing good hygiene, washing your hands, wearing protect, uh, personal protective equipment like the masks and gloves, keeping at that safe social distance. Uh, again, you can see the things across the world that we have implemented have really helped us uh, flatten that curve. And uh, if people just continue to take and, and follow that good advice, uh, we will get through this, this crisis uh, sooner rather than later. I do have a question in the chat room. First of all, they want to compliment you. Uh, it sounds like you and, the, and your administration are doing an incredible job of being in service to the families in Clifton. Thank you for all you do. Uh, of all the things you mentioned today, what are you most proud of? I think I'm, I'm most proud of the way that the Clifton learning community has risen to this occasion. Uh, it, it, it has been, it's been, I like to consider them the silver linings of, of this horrific uh, occurrence. Uh, you try to find the positives. And what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm most proud of is the way that, that our, our educational team, from, from our administrators to our board members to our custodians, our power professionals, our teachers, their secretaries, have all stepped up and risen to this challenge. Uh, there have been no excuses. There, 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 are, there are a million and one reasons to not get things done. But those of us in Clifton and this family that we have as a team have been finding the right reasons just to get the job done and the job done well. So, again, the shout-out mm -hmm. has to go out to the entire Clifton Learning Community. And I have one final question. Um, do you do a summer program with the meals, too? Uh, so, right now, uh, it would be almost impossible to say yes or no, although we are leaning towards yes. But, you know, based upon the current information, that's the direction that we're leaning. However, we're going to continue to follow the Department of Agri Agriculture guidelines, as well as the guidance provided to us in the New Jersey Department of Education, NJDOE. Uh, right now, we are currently developing our plans for summer continuation. 
Okay, and I would also uh, guess that hopefully we, we go back to school in September, that if something – if this reoccurred, if it came back, as we have heard that it might, you'd be a little bit better prepared. Uh, maybe it wasn't in your cl- – not just the administrators, the teachers, and no one had training for this. Um, mm-hmm. So, But you could take the lessons that you learned the last two, three months uh, into the fall in case anything like this occurs again. Let's hope it doesn't, though. And and in many ways, I like to say that we are living history right now. I mean, this is something that that public schools have not ever had to face. So the things that we are implementing, developing right now, are in many ways going to be uh, the foundation of of, uh, things to come. Again, God forbid something like this ever does happen again, uh, schools and the world as a whole will be better prepared to combat this. Okay. Uh, I think that brings us to the end of this uh, interview. Is on this, there's any final thoughts that you had that you wanted to add? Uh, you know, not, not in particular. Again, I want to thank you for the opportunity for uh, choosing Clifton, Clifton Public Schools. Uh, this was a wonderful opportunity for, for us to just to get the message out and the wonderful things that we are doing. And we're hoping that those who are out there who are listening are taking these these ideas, not necessarily ever re- reinventing the wheel, but just add, uh, just adding some tires to it. Uh, if anybody yep. ever has questions, comments, or concerns, uh, they are all f- free to contact me. Uh, my email address is m-g-e-n-g-a-r-o at cliftonschools.net. Uh, or you can call my direct line at 973-470-2291. I'd be more than willing to uh, answer any further questions. Yes, and, and thank you for uh, the amazing job. If you think about the numbers of meals that you had to put out there, that, that's truly amazing um it's uh and as you said uh this there's no class in any of our superintendent administrative that say how to deal with this and uh i'm going to echo what you said i think not just in clifton that that this has been uh an opportunity not an opportunity a showcase for how dedicated a lot of the employees of our schools are and how they really will are focused on the kids um so, Mark, I'd like to thank you for joining us this afternoon. An absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Okay, and that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you um, enjoyed Mark's uh, 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 experience in how to distribute a large amount of uh, meals to uh, a diverse group of students. And I hope you all have a safe afternoon. Thank you.